I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, December 14th. Authorities are investigating after a man was reportedly stabbed in Weymouth last night. Police say they responded to an area of Memorial Drive at about 9.30 p.m. for a stabbing investigation. One adult male victim was transported to an area hospital to be treated for his injuries. His condition is not yet known and no arrests have been made. Officials say the investigation remains active. No further information was released. A Chick-fil-A restaurant and a bank have been approved for the site of the former Motel 6 in Braintree. Selectmen have reached an agreement with Torrington Properties to develop the new restaurant at the Union Street Rotary. The development will also include a branch of Brookline Bank. Selectmen imposed strict traffic changes, including changes to the nearby traffic signals, and cameras will be linked to the Braintree Police Station to monitor traffic. The developer says there will be enough space for 60 vehicles to be in the drive through lane without impacting the surrounding roadways. The former motel will be demolished early next year. Newly obtained video shows the moment a chainsaw attack unfolded at the Cohasset Police Station last year, showing a man entering the station and cutting into a door. This happened on December 18, 2022. New video now comes on the heels of a guilty plea in the case and shows the moment when local landscaper Brian Buckley initially drove his dump truck onto the police station's front lawn. In the video, Buckley is seen cutting up a cardboard box which had been delivered to an employee. He's then seen barging into the police station foyer where he begins to cut away at a steel security door. A frightened civilian was working the reception desk at the time and locked herself in. The person working has since left the department. A photo showed Buckley carved his phone number and the words, Good luck, into the door. Police said he then took off in his truck and drove to his house. Later, during a five-hour standoff with a SWAT team, Buckley tossed toys and bloody toilet paper at a police vehicle. He also held up his two young children by a window as police surrounded the home. Police ultimately found the children with no shirts on. Officers wrapped them up and got them to safety. A grand jury indicted Buckley after his initial arraignment in connection with the incidents. The 36-year-old subsequently pleaded guilty to various charges, including assault with a dangerous weapon, resisting arrest, two counts of child endangerment. Police say Buckley had a breakdown due to issues in his marriage. Another recreational marijuana shop has been approved for Quincy. Zoning Board of Appeals this week unanimously approved of the new shop for 503 Quincy Avenue, the site of a former Burger King restaurant and bank. Brian Wall will open up Chill and Bliss at that location. Wall also operates a marijuana shop in Halifax. Some residents from Bower Road spoke against the proposal, citing concerns about traffic and children being in the vicinity of the store. The board did request that there be a right turn only into and out of the shop onto Quincy Avenue. The board also requested that the store work with the city to ensure its employees provide some community service in Quincy. The new shop will employ 15 to 20 workers and be open 
7 a.m. to 10 p.m., seven days a week. This will be the third recreational pot shop in Quincy. The bell tower on top of the United First Parish Church in Quincy Center is sporting a new paint job. Workers recently completed painting the tower using a 135-foot boom lift. The Benjamin Moore color called Devonshire Green was sprayed onto the tower. It was the first paint job for the tower in about 10 years. Officials say there was no wood rot to be replaced and only minimal wear on part of the tower. The painting was completed in a week and paid for by the Community Preservation Fund. The overdose crisis in Massachusetts is persisting at record high levels, exacerbated by a poison drug supply that isn't just affecting those who use opioids anymore. There were 2,323 confirmed and estimated fatal opioid-related overdoses between October 2022 and September of this year, about level with last year's record highs, according to the Department of Public Health. As overdoses impact people across the state, the department released the report that supports so-called overdose prevention centers or supervised injection sites where individuals can use pre-acquired drugs free of legal consequences under the supervision of medical professionals who could intervene to prevent an overdose from turning fatal. Such locations have been hotly debated for years and drawn threats of federal prosecution. DPH Commissioner Robert Goldstein said in a statement that the controversial sites can be lifelines serving not only as places of intervention, but as places of empathy, understanding, and healing. His statement represents a shift for the department. Goldstein said in June that the DPH didn't understand the feasibility of the sites in Massachusetts, and the administration ordered it to a study. That study, conducted by the department, found overdose prevention centers are a life-saving tool that aligns with Department of Public Health approach to reduce the harms of substance use. Well, it is the final chapter for the keeper of the Boston Light. When the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, Sally Snowman's 20 years at the helm will be over. She is the last Coast Guard lighthouse keeper in the United States. Snowman spoke recently outside the life-saving museum in Hall about the love of her life, Boston Light. In 2003, Snowman became the keeper of the lighthouse, which originally opened in 1716. She is the 70th keeper and the first woman lightkeeper. Snowman and her husband had such adoration for Boston Light, they even wrote a book about it. Ultimately, that helped land her dream job. The lighthouse was civilianized post-9-11 in an effort to free up members of the Coast Guard. Every year, she lived on Little Brewster Island for about six months. She was alone during the week and with her husband on weekends. Snowman did things like cleaning, checking mechanical equipment, and admiring the natural beauty around her. Her role was changed in 2018 when the lighthouse failed a safety inspection and she was restricted to daytime maintenance trips. She also spends some of her time now at the Life Saving Museum in Hall. But the tide is going out on this last lighthouse keeper in America. Long since automated, there will be a transfer of ownership through the National Historic Lighthouse Preservation Act of 
2000. Check of business news this morning and stocks soared yesterday. The Dow shot up 512 points. The Nasdaq rose 200 and the S&P added 63. Shares higher in Asia after that Wall Street rally. After the Fed announced it would likely cut interest rates sometime next year. The euro was up. Oil at just under $70 a barrel. In sports, the Devils beat the Bruins in overtime 2-1 to one last night in New Jersey. The Bees will be in New York against the Islanders tomorrow night at 7.30. Tonight, the Celtics host Cleveland at 7.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, sunny and cool, high 36. Clear and cold tonight, low 25. Tomorrow, sunny and mild, high 52. Saturday, partly cloudy, 50. Sunday, cloudy at a high 50 degrees. For the boater, waves about 2 feet. Winds out of the northwest at 10 to 15 knots, gusting to 20 at times, and a high tide right before noon. Sunrise 7.04, sets at 4.12. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Thursday, December 14th.